Come, Lord Jesus. That's our prayer as Christians. Before meals, in times of trouble, throughout this season of Advent, come, Lord Jesus. We sing, O come, O come, Emmanuel. But what does this all mean? We're nearing the finish line, or maybe the starting line, depending on your perspective. Time is almost here. God is going to keep his promise. Come, Lord Jesus. Be with us. Advent is just about over. Get ready. What's in a name? Have you ever looked into what your name means? Maybe why it was that your parents picked out this one name for you? When my wife and I were getting ready to welcome our children into the world, we, like many parents throughout the ages before us, wanted to pick a name that fit both our child and pointed to their identity. Our daughter's name points to Easter and to the gospel, that good news of Jesus. Our son's points to strength, to God's graciousness. Names speak to the hopes that parents have for a child's life, for the history that they're going to be carrying out into the world. It's not really all that different today than it was centuries ago in Jesus' time. In today's reading that we just heard from Matthew's Gospel account, we get a different version of the Christmas story, one that is a whole lot less hallmark-friendly than the one that we hear from Luke. Here we have no manger, no shepherds, no angel choirs. There's Joseph. Joseph, the man who's betrothed to Mary, who's learned that his wife-to-be is pregnant with a child that is not his. So if you were in Joseph's shoes, what name would you give to this baby on the way? That's what I thought. But Joseph is a good guy. He's a just man, as Matthew calls him. So while he wrongly, yet reasonably, assumes that Mary has been unfaithful to him, Joseph is still going to dissolve their marriage contract in the most discreet, private way possible. But God steps in. God steps in. That's the big point of Christmas, the hope of Advent. Now here, in Joseph's case, it happens by means of an angel. First thing the angel says, do not fear. Do not fear to take Mary as your wife. Now from a purely human perspective, there was a whole bunch of reasons to fear taking this woman as his wife, not the least of which would be the social shame that they would endure. Or Joseph's lingering doubts about Mary's faithfulness. But as the angel tells him, Joseph has found himself in an impossible situation because God has done the impossible. A virgin is with child conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit. God is keeping his promise to his people. God is fulfilling the word spoken centuries earlier, this ultimate fulfillment of the word of prophecy spoken by Isaiah to faithless King Ahaz. God is at work 
to bring hope to a world where people have been ruled by fear. And what does the angel say that this child's name will be? Jesus. What's in a name? Well, everything when it comes to Jesus. We're a little bit of a disadvantage as English-speaking Christians. We don't really get the full sense of what's going on here. Because Jesus wasn't just a name to speak to people who spoke Hebrew, like Mary and Joseph. Jesus is the Greek form of that ancient name, Joshua. A Hebrew name which means Yahweh is salvation or the Lord saves. So every time you hear or read the name of Jesus, you can effectively replace it with its literal Hebrew meaning. So let's try it. When the angel speaks to Joseph, she will bear a son and you shall call his name the Lord saves, for he will save his people from their sins. As we go into this week ahead with these big things coming up, try it out for yourself. Whenever you hear or read that name of Jesus, think, the Lord saves. Because Jesus saves his people from their sins. That's why we are here. That's why we're getting ready for our Savior to be with us in this season of Advent. Because God has come into our world where fear has reigned. God has come to rescue us from everything that would separate us from him. The Lord saves, was born as a baby to live a perfect life for you, for me, for Hebrews and Gentiles alike. The Lord saves, went to the cross to save us from our sins. That's what Jesus does. But he couldn't have done any of that unless he was also Emmanuel. O come, O come. Emmanuel. As Matthew helpfully translates for us today, us non-Hebrew speakers, Emmanuel means what? God, thank you for paying attention. God with us. Now just to clear this up, Emmanuel and Immanuel, same word. The E reflects the Greek. The I reflects the more ancient Hebrew. And with the Hebrew, we can also read Emmanuel as with us God. Particularly as Christians, because that's who Jesus is. Jesus, the Lord saves, is also Emmanuel, God with us. The with us God. Nobody else has that. No other religion out there can claim that their God has come to be one of them. Jesus is God's saving presence. He is the light dawning in the world to drive back the gloom. He is God with us, coming to make things right with his wayward creation. He is God with us, stepping in to take action, to bring hope to a world where people have been ruled by fear. He is God with us, making the impossible our new reality taking on our sin himself to save us, to set us free. Now Joseph responded 
to God's message through the angel by obeying it in faith. Instead of separating from Mary, instead of divorcing her, he continued their betrothal, and she became his wife. She gave birth to the child, and Joseph gave her baby, this child that was not his own, the name of Jesus, the Lord saves. Joseph got ready for Emmanuel, God with us, by following the Lord in faith. And we can do so today. Jesus, the Lord saves, is Emmanuel, God with us, both now and into the age to come. Like Joseph, you and I don't have to let our actions, our decisions, be ruled by fear. In times of anxiety and uncertainty, we can remember that God has stepped in. And you might find yourself wondering if you're going to be able to get through whatever it is that's out there in front of you, whatever lies in wait. When you're faced with a choice to do the right thing, to follow the Lord in faith, it's possible you're going to suffer pressure or even outright scorn from the world around you. But here's the thing, though. Like Joseph, you won't have to face those times of anxiety and uncertainty alone because you will never be alone. The Lord saves, has come. He is God with us forever. Advent has been a time to get ready. So come now today to receive a preview of what it's like to have God with us as you receive the gifts that come in the body and blood of the Lord saves. God keeps his promise. When we call Jesus Emmanuel, we are declaring our trust, our confidence that we have God's saving presence among us. That great hymn, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, during this season of Advent is a song of hope. This hymn is based on the seven ancient O antiphons, chants that were offered before psalms during these last seven days of the Advent season. They each recall a title from the Old Testament that points to God's promised Messiah, the one who would be God with us. So every day we we're reminded about who our Savior is, what he has done to rescue us, to bring hope to a world where people have been ruled by fear. So as we close out this season of preparation, this time of Advent, getting ready for Emmanuel, let's look ahead. Let's look ahead in hope. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, the Lord saves. O come, O come, Emmanuel. Be with us, God. Amen.